on this stage. <laughs> Good job, you guys. Way to go. I'll tell you what, I want a hippopotamus for Christmas now. You know what I'm saying? And I'm going to take, I'm going to steal those, about two or three of those. How many of you parents are parents of a hippo out there? You better keep an eye on me. If you knew the size of my family, you know I'm crazy enough to do it too, right? Oh my gosh. Well, hey, most of you know today we are celebrating the Kaleo kids here today. So give it up for them. Our... Our elementary arts program, what a great start, super fun. Now here's what, here's the secret, I'll tell you later to remind you, but there are two CDs that the kids have put out. First one is the actual music that you're going to hear today, so that one's going to be on it and everything else they do today is going to be on a little CD. Uh, we're giving those away for like a $5 donation. If you go to the table, pick one of those up. The other CD we've been um, um, having for a while, it's called Courageous Heart. And this CD are all original songs that the kids have written. Um, and there's, I can't remember, I think there's six songs on that CD. 
Uh, it is incredible. You guys have it in your it's car? It's so good. Yeah, no, it's in play it all your the time. car. Play it all the time. So good. Yeah, so pick those up uh, when you're done. Stop at the table when you're done. Uh, that's it for me. Go ahead, bud. Yeah, yeah, no fun stuff, man. Who's excited about, do me a favor, raise your hand if you're excited about Christmas time. Even if you're not, you raise your hand anyhow, right? There we go. <laughs> hey, we've got an incredible Christmas program coming up that we want you to invite your friends to your family to and stuff like that. And we've got like just a little kind of teaser video uh, to let you in on what it's going to be like this year. He said it's in the town of David. It shouldn't be much further. We need to keep following the star. It appears to have stopped over in that direction. Come this way. It'll be very quiet. Mary's very tired. you're hungry. The chili's been cooking all day. Did you bring the spices? I bring red pepper flakes, cayenne pepper, and cumin. We come bearing the gift of unleavened cornbread. Yes. Oh, yes. So, so did you put beans in it this time? I did. Okay. okay. Good. That's it. Well, oh, well. <laughs> We're gonna have to we'll send you out. Oh, okay. You can, you can. Anybody have tum? Oh, can you imagine? We're saying this year, December 25th, would literally just be another day without Jesus. And so this part, we're really asking the question, what would the world have looked like without Jesus? And so it's, it's phenomenal. I'm super I excited I think you're going to be surprised. Yeah, absolutely. It's be pretty awesome. Yeah. And so we want you to encourage you seriously to get online, to get Christmas tickets, say, do the cost anything? No, not at all. We do that. So we kind of have an idea how many people are coming to what services. And so, and it's in a great, seriously great opportunity. You won't be let down to invite friends, family, neighbors, coworkers, anybody to one of these services. Awesome. So. Hey, did you guys get a brochure when you came in? Well, yeah, if you've had a chance to take a peek at that, and some of you I know have kind of looked through it a little bit, but when you look through that, man, it is really emotionally powerful, isn't it? Just to see the kinds of things that God has enabled us to be a part of, uh, even just this year. Uh, when you think of Kenya, Nepal, India, and beyond, and then our, our partners, even a chance to build friendships with people in our community at Owen Elementary School. And by the way, I just want to say, for those of you that are friends and family from Owen, and your kids are in this, welcome. We're so glad you're here visiting with us today. Um, but this, is, this place, Kensington, is all about sharing uh, the love of Christ, and especially at Christmas time, but sharing his love with every single person in our community and around the world. And uh, so just like any other nonprofit organization, um, it's the generosity from the people that are connected to it that enable us to continue to be about what God has really, I think, called us to, to be a part of. So just want you to enjoy looking through that and, and uh, considering what God might have you do this year. Absolutely. Hey, I think before we have everybody stand yeah. up and talk, I wanted to share with them. Yeah. There, there's a thing that they used to do for the Cleo Kids program, and maybe you're, you heard your kids do this. Uh, and we wanted you to do this with us to participate, just to kind of encourage them before we stand up and shake hands and say hello. They would, before they start every practice rehearsal, they'd say, the leaders would go, hey yo. And then all the kids would say, Kaleo. <laughs> I know you're thinking like, this guy should sing more often. So, so we're going to say, hey yo, from here, and you guys are going to yell back. Kind of got it, but it needs to be really strong. We're going to do it one time. You ready? Here we go. So, go for it. Hey, yo. Cleo. There we go. And on that note, go ahead. You can go ahead and stand yeah, up. Go ahead. Shake say hi to, say hi to somebody. I want a hippopotamus for Christmas. 
lot of us will do. Don't wanna doll, no dinky tinker toy. I want a hippopotamus to play with and enjoy. I want a hippopotamus for Christmas. I don't think Santa Claus will mind you. He won't have to use a dirty chimney flue. Just bring him through the front door. That's the easy thing to do. Dear Santa, I can't decide what I want for Christmas this year. I know I still have a few weeks, but I want a tiny one time so you can get the best deal. Mom says coupons are limited this year. I don't know what that means, but it seems important. Anyways, hope if you can. Thanks, Santa. Love, Macy Ray. That's a nice letter. What? No, I like how it was by the lamp. It, uh, it's a good. Anyhow, come on, let's pick you up the perfect present. Uh, how? Kid, he's Santa. This is the least impressive of his talents. He knows if you're naughty. He knows if you're nice. The least he can do is know if you wrote him a letter. Well, I guess that makes sense. Okay, so let's get started. Just a couple questions, nothing too difficult. Number one, uh, what would you say is your your life goal? Well... Number two, who's your closest friend? Uh... Number three, how would you describe snow to an alien? Listen, bud! Actually, it's Buddy. Really? Yep, Buddy the Elf. Why? Well, can't you just a couple good toys or something? A couple good toys. A couple good toys. Kid, I'm 735 years old, and I have been the lead elf of the emergency suggestion department for 435 of those. Do you have any idea how many good toys I've seen over the years? Well, uh... Well, more than that. Come on, elves. Let's show this kid a thing or two.
legacy, a choice of credibility of the utmost complexity. Proof is statistically established identity is a toy with the tendency to lower life Coincidentally, Simon tested in your memory to see if you could see succession of colors mathematically. Eventually, these two both proved to be enemy. You'd say, This ain't a toy, it's a death penalty! Best thing to come up in. What toys I need the turtles, cat rats, petty recipe. My buddy was my best friend. Movies the eyes of my sluggy skipping. In a park at the dock, my friends never end. Cause we all wanna be toys or ass kids.
grown-ups, I gotta be honest. I had to Google a lot of the things that we just sang about. Yeah, me too. Simon, my buddy, Lightbright. After seeing the things you guys used to love, I gotta say, you guys are weird. I mean, Teddy Ruxpin, that's always creepy. But I hope you kept yours, because it is selling for $100 on eBay. But come on, that's always lame. No offense. Yeah, but it's not like our kids will be saying the same thing about us someday. I mean, fidget spinners? But you know that feeling you get when you get exactly what you want on Christmas morning? I'll never forget the moment I saw Samantha, my American girl doll. I jumped for joy, you guys. I mean, literally, jumped for joy. That was the Christmas I was six. I think that was the happiest I ever felt. Oh, and then next year, when I was seven, I got a brand new bike. A brand new, not a hand-me-down bike. It was a yellow two-wheeler with a belt. I rode it all summer long. One year, I got a guitar. And another year, I got an enormous Lego set. And last year, I got a puppy. A real, live puppy. Hmm. These toys make us so happy, don't they? Until they don't. Here's the thing about Christmas presents. Even for a kid like me, they're wonderful for a while until they break, we get bored, we lose them, or we get something new and just move on. If something else makes us happy, then something else is something else. And we keep on looking for something that gives us that feeling. But we're really hoping for something that lasts a little longer than toy or even a dog. I love my dog, even though he chewed up half of my Lego sets. Yeah, and you, you know that yellow bike? I gave it to my cousin, and I don't think she even ever rode it. These toys do bring us happiness, but they don't last very long. What we're really hoping for is joy, and there's only one place to find that. And it isn't anything that we wrap up for Christmas. Hey, I got a little bone to pick with you guys. Whoa, whoa, don't go anywhere. I just want you to know, I had a light bright set. Actually, the year it came out. Do you know what year it came out? No. <laughs> 1967. I'm old. It came out, and my sister and I, we actually played with it for like one week, I think. I mean, it was really cool. It was all shiny and everything. And then I, the only thing I remember doing is picking up the little pieces for like 10 years. You know what I'm saying? That's what happens with toys, right? You play for a week. and Did these guys do a great job? Give it up. Thanks. You guys can go. <clears throat> yeah. Olivia Nayana, fantastic job. You know, we really do believe uh, at Kensington sincerely that kids are extremely talented, powerful, and they have a lot of insight, actually, into things that really matter in life. And I think they've raised a really great, great question for us today, haven't they? So, so how do we move, they're asking, from like a temporary happiness to a forever joy? And I think they kind of are hinting at this a little bit. And I think we know, too, that there's a, a key to the answer, at least a part of it, is removing the focus that we put on ourselves and at Christmas time about the toys and the things we're getting and so forth and actually begin to focus on others. That's a part of it. Now, last week, I told you that I was going to show you a video story that was one of the top five, in my opinion, that we've ever shown at Kensington, and I don't think I can overpromise on this one. Uh, and before we jump into that, to, to take a look at Kamaya and Lily's story, Steve Andrews, our lead pastor of the Kensington Movement, is going to express to us why, it's so, why we would invest in things like Kaleo Kids. Okay, let's watch this. 
So do you realize that when you make a year-end Christmas gift to Kensington, you're investing in bringing joy to the world, specifically to kids. Thousands of kids spread out all over this region and far beyond. And over the last 13 years, Kaleo Kids has been reaching kids as well as anybody. Teaching kids how to meet Jesus Christ through the arts, through singing and dancing and prayer. And today, I want you to meet two of our newest friends, Kamaya and Lily. And as you watch their story of joy, remember this, your giving is what made this possible. You're part of this story of what Jesus Christ is doing through Kaleo Kids. her personality. I like the way that she makes me laugh. I like her laugh, her crazy little silent laugh. We could just look at each other and in our head we're thinking something and we would just laugh. Lily is a joy seeker. She just goes around spreading joy and she just Lily could come around and the whole room would just get brighter. It's like a sister thing, like I consider her my sister. I consider her part of my family. Lily has joy, she knows God. So she just, it doesn't take anything for her to make, to give people joy or for her to have joy. And how did you two meet? So we were both in third grade. Yep. It was our first um, year at Kaleo. We went into a large group and we sat next to each other. One of our leaders asked us what we found like joy about. So I said that I found joy in breakfast foods. Breakfast and foods? Yeah. Like what? Like Captain Crunch? Like bacon and eggs. Bacon and eggs? And that's how we got our nicknames. <laughs> You have a nickname? What is yes, it? Yes, I'm Bacon. I'm Eggs. So you, you two became really, really good friends. How? Over, we would rehearse our lines together. We would talk a lot. And then things really started to kick up when we got each other's phone numbers. <laughs> the most weirdest nights, the most weird phone calls. We would talk about what we would like on our pizzas. Really? And I'm mad at her because she likes pineapple. And I met her because she liked mustard on her subs. So tell me what a Kaleo night looks like. So a Kaleo night, we walk in, and Miss Danielle's there all happy and bubbly. She's just like, Lily, come on. And then... Um, I got to see that again. How does she do it? She's like, Lily, come on. <laughs> there's music, and there's dance, and there's drama, so it's a wide variety of performing arts. So there's some kids who come from the school to Kaleo and then there's some kids who come from like my church Kensington I went to the school so I'm happy that now everybody has a school partner so people from different schools can meet 
different kids. That's how me and Lily met. Now, what do you what do you guys like about Kaleo? Kaleo started it all for me. Like everything that I know of, like meeting Lily and finding that I'm very good at acting and stuff like that. Had you ever done anything like that before? No. No. And you've been in it three years. Yes. And now you're like leaders who train the other kids. Yes. both gone through great, fun, exciting things with Kaleo, and at the same time, you've had hard things happen in your life. Talk about that. So, which one was it? The it fourth was, grade play when I was the lead and she was the bird. When I was the bird, the day of the play, my mom passed. So I still came to the play, and I was really like... like sensitive? Yeah, sensitive. <laughs> And Lily, she was the only person, like, her and Miss Danielle, that would, like, try to cheer me up because, like, between each performance, I was just, like, a wreck. Did you think about not even performing that day, or? It never came to my mind to miss the performance. Like, Why is that? Because I didn't want to let anybody down, and I know my mom will have wanted me to perform and make her proud. How did you get through it? Lily. What are you doing here in the middle of the night? Shouldn't you be in bed? Well, I was asleep. As you should be at this hour? Well, I was. I thought that, like, this is very unfortunate for her, and I just want to make her feel like she's part of my family and that, like, she can come to me for anything. You've had some hard stuff, too. What, are you, what, are you, what kind of hard things you go through? December twenty second, 2014, I was sent to the hospital because I was diagnosed with type 1 diabetes. And that was really hard for me because at that time, like, I had just moved. And the only person I would talk to was, like, Kamaya and my sister about these type of things. How does Kamaya help with that? Because you've had to help her. How does she help you? Between my performances, I would have to check my blood sugar to make sure I wasn't dropping or going too high or anything. And either before I, or after I would do it, come I'd be like, did you do it yet? Are you hungry? Do you need water? And really? I'll be like, I'm a little thirsty. So she'll be like, wait, I'll be right back. I'll be right back. And then she'll run, go get her water, and she'll come back. So you two have this contagious laughter and joy. And you both have really hard struggles. So tell me, why are you happy? Where does this joy come from? Well, to me, joy comes from God because God sent Lily to me. God sent my family to me. God gave us Kaleo. He gave us Kaleo. He's just, you know, a big piece, a, a puzzle piece in my heart. So, yeah. So tell me what you're learning right now in Kaleo Kids. Joy. The meaning of joy. Really? The difference between a joy seeker and a happiness hunter. Oh, tell me that. That sounds interesting. So, <laughs> happiness is a feeling and joy is a choice. Having God's love is gives you joy. God speaks to different people in different ways. And 
it comes in different shapes and forms. So, Lily provides God's love for me. So, and that gives me joy. And Kaleo, when we're all together, I feel like we're all bonding through God because we all know Him and we all love Him. Where do you go to find joy? Where do you seek it? In God. Prayer. I pray that some days I'll have a better day than the past one because sometimes days can be hard. I always pray about my current situation or something that's happened in the past that I want to be better. Like I want to change that. So I go to God and ask for help. Now where do you think you two would be if there was never a Kaleo kids in your, we, in we, your life? There would be no bacon and eggs. So how do you eat breakfast without bacon and eggs? It's a really good answer. <laughs> I mean, you two might not have ever met. I couldn't imagine. I don't know where would I, I, I don't know how would I got, I don't even know. I feel like I would be a more sad person if I didn't meet Yeah, everything would just be like blue. How is it that these two girls have discovered one of life's best kept secrets? That true joy, true fulfillment doesn't come from our circumstances, but it comes from Christ alone. Jesus said that it was for the joy set before him that he endured the cross, showing us that even we, like Kamaya and Lily, can taste joy in the midst of the darkest of times. What if this Christmas we don't just shoot for being happy, but we aim for being joy filled and recognize that through his birth, his resurrection, and his promise of never leaving or forsaking us, we can actually live lives that overflow with joy. What if joy is nothing more than the overflow of understanding the depth of Christ's love for us? You got to clap for that. Come on. You know, I just feel like that piece is so profound on so many levels. Uh, I was thinking about it, just the whole uh, picture of two people becoming family on a mission together. That's one of our phrases here, family and mission. You see it working there. It's unbelievable. Uh, when I look at just the, the amazing friendship across, across racial division, so beautiful. What a powerful statement. Uh, think about our mission statement to reach uh, or to see everyone transformed and mobilized. Do you see the transformation in those kids' lives and then moving out and becoming a light to the other kids in the program, let alone preaching to us, right? See, I know for a lot of you, you came in and you thought, oh boy, here we go, another kid's program. You know, what am I going to get out of that, right? Okay. How many, I mean, don't raise your hand, but some of you weren't expecting much. And I want to tell you, God has something deep and profound. I already said it. And kids, if there's one thing we learned today, I would just say don't underestimate kids. You see what's in their hearts? Unbelievable, isn't it? If you'll sit down and listen. listen. This is in scripture. I think it's so powerful. Paul wrote this. The apostle Paul wrote this once because he was explaining to people. He says, you know how people always look into people are super smart, have a lot of degrees, have intelligent, big IQs and all that kind of stuff. We're looking there. Look what Paul says. Instead, God chose things the world considers foolish. Like so much of our world thinks kids are what? A pain in the, you know what? 
the world considers foolish in order to shame those who think they are wise. And he chose things that are powerless to shame those who are powerful. And I think that's a picture of what we saw today. Not that he was trying to shame us, but it's just like, oh my gosh, I never expected that from a kid. It's amazing. It blew me away. What do we learn from these girls? What do we learn? We learn that happiness is a feeling. Remember Kamaya saying this? Happiness is a feeling. Joy is a choice. Joy is optional. Joy is optional. We must choose it. It's not something that is determined by our circumstances. Okay? It's something that we can choose regardless of our circumstances. It's our choice. Most of us, me included, can fall into the trap of seeking for happiness. And there's nothing wrong with happiness, okay? It just doesn't last. That's what the kids were teaching us, right? But I look for it in people. I look for it in toys. My toys are more expensive now than they used to be, but I'm looking for it, right? Looking for it in the lottery, money, a lot of us. A position at this time of year, we're looking for it in a gift, right? Or a feeling, or nostalgia, or a fan, you know, all that kind of stuff. But when that's gone, this is what the kids are showing us, happiness is gone too, right? So what, how do we find joy? How does Kamaya lose a mom the day of a collate? Can you imagine that? Can you imagine that? That little clip you saw was actually her the day after her mom died in that performance. I mean, that's unbelievable. How does Lily have joy that's just contagious like Dave said and it really is true right they just can't help it when she's got diabetes she's every day she's getting shots checking sugar levels and I know all about that we've got one of those kids in our house it's a big deal they both choose joy daily there's a great little quote from Shauna Nequist. some of you women may be following Shauna she's just a really brilliant sharp lady but this is what she says listen sometimes joy is easy A wellspring of its own. And sometimes you have to work for it. You have to pray and walk and tell the truth and get outside and write and love your people and read good books and work hard and hold on to hope. And then there it is again. Joy. Worth every step of it. There's a scripture that has meant a lot to Callie and I. I just know over the years, we've, we've, this scripture's been kind of logged in our brains for a long time. And I'd love for it to become part of your consciousness. It says, do not grieve, for the joy of the Lord is your strength. The joy of the Lord is your strength. So it's something I'm choosing. It's something outside of me. It's something outside of my circumstances. It says, in your hard times, if you're grieving, there's got to be hard stuff, right? Do those girls have hard stuff in their life? Incredibly hard. Do not grieve, for the joy of the Lord is your strength. Did you hear the apostle Kamaya? <laughs> Did you hear what she said? To me, joy comes from God. Took her about a half a second to respond to that when Dave said, so where's joy come from? To me, it comes from God. She goes, I go to him and ask him for help, she said. The apostle Paul, if you know anything about his life, you talk about trouble, that dude was in big trouble the moment he started following Jesus. 
People were trying to kill him. They tried to stone him. They, I mean, it was unbelievable, the resistance. Put him in prison, right? This is what he says. Rejoice in the Lord when? Always. Again, I say, rejoice. Paul couldn't be controlled. He couldn't be silenced. They told him, stop preaching about this Jesus or we will kill you. You know what he said? To live is Christ and to die is gain. Listen to that again. To live is Christ. If I die, it's gain. You know what he's saying? He's saying he has a life and death choice, but he realizes it's really a life and life choice. You see that? He's saying, look, if I live, it's Christ, but if I die, it's better life. It's a life and life choice. Regardless of his circumstances, I'm choosing joy, a strength in God that's available to me. And I think we saw that picture, the same kind of thing in Kamiah and Lily that the Apostle Paul is talking about. Some of you may know this name, Erwin McManus. Uh, Jeremiah and I, we love this guy. He's a preacher out in California. He's super great. Get on his podcast and, and listen. If you're disappointed in my message, just forget that. Turn his on, you won't be disappointed. Anyway, this, this is what he said. I just listened to this message this week and I thought, oh my gosh, this is exactly what we're talking about. I listened to this on Thursday and here it is Sunday. He goes back one verse before Philippians 1.21, that to live is Christ, dies gain, right? Here's the verse before it. And this is what Erwin McManus is teaching on. Paul, Apostle Paul says, I eagerly expect, there's a key on that word, I eagerly expect and hope that I will in no way be ashamed, but will have sufficient courage, grab that word, so that now as always, Christ will be exalted in my body, whether by life or by death. It's like, who cares? Life, death, whatever's happening, the joy of Christ is going to be exalted in my body. And this, this message that Erwin gave, he entitled it, What'd You Expect? That was the title of his message. And he says, I'm going to read just one section of his message. He says, we should expect that great pain will come into our life. Anybody can relate to that one? I see some of you honest people going, yeah, right? We should expect to need great courage. See, the verse Paul says, I eagerly expect and hope that I will in no way be ashamed, but will have sufficient what? Courage. We don't need courage unless there's something you have to fight through. So the Apostle Paul is alluding to the fact that he needs courage. So we can expect pain, and we can expect to need courage. Now listen to Erwin here. So, he says, if you're here, and your life is overwhelming, and you're saying, God, I trusted you, and this is what you had in mind? Erwin says, what did you expect? You placed your life in the hands of the creator of the universe. The God who is not distracted by fame or wealth or Christmas presents. The God who's not distracted by the temporary pleasures of life. The God who calls you to your highest intention. The God who sees the way you were created and why you were created. The God who sees pain as a temporary condition in life. What did you expect from God? Now listen to this. You're going to need courage to live the life God created you to live. Isn't that powerful? So when we think about joy and a choice, we are really choosing a life. We're going to choose to have life. 
I'll tell you, this has been one of the biggest things that Callie has done for me in my life. Because my wife, my life can feel overwhelming. Not my wife. My life, let's get that straight here. My life can be, feel overwhelming. And Callie's been a great partner for me because she keeps coming in and saying, look at Mark. That's what that is. But the joy of the Lord, that's been a key verse for us. The joy of the Lord is our strength. Because if I start living in, 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 in having the circumstances of my life dictate my happiness, I'm in trouble. But if I can choose him, I've got an entirely different life. You see that? And God is calling us to pull out that courage that he's going to give us. You're going to need it. Because life is tough for all of us. Here's another thing. Joy has a face. I'm just going to close with this. Joy has a face. It's personal. It's personal. It's not a concept. It's not an emotion. It's a person. And there's two I want to just hit on real quick. The first one is that joy comes through others. God uses others. Did you hear Kamaya and Lily say that? God brought Lily to me as my sister. Lily says, God brought Kamaya to me. She's part of my family. And that's what joy looks like to me. Kamaya was teaching us. She said, Some, it comes in all, remember that? She said, all types and forms. And for me, joy is in the face of Lily. And I want to say, I mentioned it earlier, in this place at Kensington, we've said we want this to be a place where it's a family. That's a face. Where it's not a church service. Where it's not a bunch of people in rows, right? We said, what's better than rows? Circles. We really get to know each other, really get to look in the face of another person. That's when life gets good. I just want to encourage you, if you've been drifting out there and really have found yourself without faces in your life, I want to invite you to be part of this place. Find family. Find it here. Man, I'll tell you, we're screwed up, aren't we, Jeremiah? We are messed up, right, Maria? <laughs> but, I, but we're faces. We're real people. And God's doing something in us. Just like he wants to do in you. So it's through others. But ultimately joy is in his face. And that's why I love about December. It's what I love about Christmas. Because joy and peace and love and power and forgiveness and courage and beauty comes from the face of Jesus Christ. That's where it comes from. God brought Lily to Kamaya. No one else can satisfy your needs forever. Light bright for me is about a week. <laughs> but God is in it for the long haul. So this Christmas, I just want to say to you, find joy in Christ. Open your life. If you've been wounded and you have been, there's a real tendency. I have it big time. I've shared that a lot. My tendency, I'm a high introvert. When I get hurt or wounded, I just want to pull back and get alone. I just want to, right? Some of us are in that place. I want to encourage you, open up one more time. Make yourself vulnerable so that you can see a face and a face can know you and you can come back to life. Choose life. In others, choose life in Jesus. I want to show you a little trailer of this series because some of you are just visiting today and you don't have a home like this. It's not the perfect place. It's just one place that God's doing some really neat stuff in, okay? 
But for the next two weeks, we're going to be looking at, oh my gosh, the heart of Christmas, the heart of God. Watch this video real quick because I don't want you to miss what's coming up next week and the week after. And you're going to see our girlfriends, Kamaya and Lily, in the beginning of the piece. Joy to the world, the Lord is come. Let us receive a King. Lily has joy. She knows God. So it doesn't take anything for her to give people joy or for her to have joy. We not only speak, but we show our love and action. When we are preaching Christ, who is the Prince of Peace, I'm sure ultimately the Prince of Peace will be able to bring peace to this country. So there is hope. Join us for a three-week global series, sharing stories of our brothers and sisters around the world, learning how we're all connected and searching for the same things. Come find that peace, love, and joy are at the heart of Christmas. I'm telling you, if you think this week is powerful, it's coming part two, part three, in the next two weeks, it's gonna, it's gonna blow your mind of what God is doing. Reuben, again, Reuben and Jaya, the Indian man and the Kenyan man, they're friends of mine. I know them. I've visited there. I saw some of those kids in Africa. I've held them. This is our family. Okay, so come back next week and let's be a part of this. All right? Ushers, I want you to come down. We're going to take our offering right now. And I want to say this, though, and this is no bait and switch for those of you that are visiting with us. If you're a visitor today, especially those that came to support your kids from Owen, don't feel any obligation to give. You guys are our honored guests, and you should be feeling that way. Just relax. This is for those of us that have been compelled to say, oh my gosh, God is transforming my life, and I'm seeing him do that in others that are connected to my sphere of influence. Does that make sense? And we're saying, and I would just encourage you, if you are being moved in any way and seeing, seeing Kensington be a part of something that you can be connected to, boy, let's be positive. Let's, let's open up our hearts and give to what he's doing in this place. All right? We're going to sing two songs. Not we, not you. There. They're going to sing two songs. And the first one, right, is the theme song. Amelia, you're going to sing it of our whole day, right? Joy to the world. It's one of my favorite favorite Christmas songs and she and Mish are going to, with the kids behind them are going to sing that one and then we're going to do another song that one of our Kaleo kids wrote and it was written by one of Clarkston's kids Lena Richardson Lena's on vacation so she's not here so one of her really good friends seriously really really close friend Ella Getz is going to sing her song but just that's important for you to understand and when you listen to this second song come on now do not underestimate kids Listen to this song. It's written from the heart of a child and their very real connection to God, okay? So let's celebrate together with these guys.
verse was 1 Peter 1, 8 through 9. Though you have not seen him, you love him. Though you do not see him now, you believe in him. And rejoice with joy that is inexpressible, obtaining the outcome of the salvation and faith of your souls.
Well, you made Lena proud, I can tell you that, Ella. She did a great job. Um, I love that one line. See if I, did I get it right? It's like, anything is possible. He spoke, you spoke life into us. Is that right? Anything impossible, you spoke life into us. Remember that verse? To live is Christ, to die is gain. It looks like it's a life or death choice. What are we going to choose? It's life or what? Life. Life or better life. Okay? You give life to us. Um, hey, I want to introduce you to my great friends. This is on the, this side, Laura Fonseca. She's the director of Kaleo Kids. Give her a hand. Come here, woman. Yeah, great job. And this is Jill Cascone. She's our liaison for our school partnership at Owen. So give Jill a big hand, putting this all together, organizing the connection. Love it so much. So here's three things. Okay, you ready? You got three things to do. It's going to be awesome. Number one, okay, on your way out, you're going to get a little business card, little card thing. In, it's an invite for Christmas. Come on. Don't just ignore this amazing opportunity. You could be the link to somebody who feels like they have a life and death choice. You could be the link to life for them. No joke. Come. Bring your friends. Bring those people with you. Okay, that's first thing. Second thing. This CD, right? All the kids' music today is available. Pick that up, okay? Five-buck donation. Also, the other CD called Courageous Heart is part of that also. So go, go ahead and grab that one as well. And then lastly, the winter session for Kaleo Kids. We're getting ready to sign up, and you can sign up today, right? It starts today. So these two will be at the table in the lobby. If you've got kids that you think would enjoy being a part of this, get them signed up, all right? Sound good? All right, have a great day. We'll see you. Bye. Good job, guys.